I'm Art Kaplan from the Division of Medical Ethics at the NYU Langone Medical Center. Anthony Stokes was 14 when he wound up at an Atlanta area hospital in need of a heart transplant. His heart had been attacked by a virus and basically the virus was eating away at the heart muscle. Anthony was gonna die if he didn't receive a heart transplant. The hospital, however, initially rejected the 14-year-old and said, you're not a good candidate for a transplant. You've had brushes with the law. You're wearing an ankle bracelet, in fact, because it looks like you've done some breaking and entering. And he had had problems at school. And the hospital said, the waiting list for hearts is very long. Getting a heart to transplant is very unusual. It's difficult to get a heart. And we're worried that you're not a good candidate because you may not comply with what needs to happen if you do receive a heart. And what needs to happen is, you have to take all your drugs every day. You have to do it reliably. You have to monitor your health and make sure if the first sign of uh, fever or uh, some other symptom that you might be rejecting the heart, you get right to the hospital. And they just thought that this particular 14-year-old, because of his uh, uneven uh, behavior, wasn't the best candidate for a transplant. Well, his mom did not agree, and so did many of their friends at church and other uh, neighbors, and they appealed uh, and said, look, you shouldn't penalize Anthony. He should get this heart just because he's had some run-ins with the law, has had behavioral issues at school. We shouldn't kill him. He should be able to be considered. This all took place about three years ago, and I happen to agree that Anthony should have been on that wait list. Part of the reason I believe that is we're not good at predicting who's compliant or not, but one of the facts are that teenagers are poor at compliance, just as a group. They're teenagers. They don't do what they're told. They don't like the appearance changes that sometimes occur with immunosuppression, the drugs you have to take after the transplant, and they're generally pains in the neck. So if you were going to penalize Anthony, you wouldn't be transplanting probably any teenagers because the likelihood that they're going to be non-compliant reject the heart, or get into side effects and problems is much higher. The data shows that teenagers generally do worse. But we cut them slack because we know that teenagers are teenagers, and I didn't see any reason to treat Anthony Stokes differently. Well, Anthony Stokes recently wound up dying, not because his heart rejected. He was compliant. He took his medicines, but he died in a police chase, crashed his car, died in the middle of committing a crime, where there was violence and he used a gun. I don't think he had uh, killed anyone, but it was definitely a violent crime. And then fleeing the police, he crashed his car and died. So many will say the hospital initially was right. That uh, young man should not have been on a wait list. Hearts are scarce. What are we doing? Why would we give them to people who are more deserving? But I don't agree. I know that's a hard position to accept, but I still believe that teenagers have to be treated as teenagers. Many of them are going to have brushes with the law. A lot of them are going to be in trouble at school. A lot of them are going to be acting out. A lot of them are going to be trying drugs. A lot of them are going to be using alcohol. Teenagers get into all kinds of problems. I think our ethical duty is to be a little forgiving, and it's hard when they then go on and do things that are terrible and awful and tragic, but I don't think we should exclude them just because they're at higher risk. The high risk is teenagerness and all the things that go with that. How many of us got in trouble or went down the wrong road for a while when we were teenagers? And I don't think we want to exclude that group. So yes, 
The heart that Stokes got when he died in this police chase could have gone to someone else, but that's looking through the retrospectoscope. I think that uh, teenagers, even ones that are showing signs of trouble, like Anthony Stokes, should be considered. Doctors should not sort out the saints from the sinners. They often don't have enough information to do it. And in fact, if you looked at the transplant waiting list, there's plenty of sinners on that list anyway. People are there who tried to kill themselves. People are there who abused alcohol. People are there who used injectable drugs and got hepatitis and killed their livers. People are there who didn't control their blood pressure. People are there who were far, far too obese. The list of sinners is very long. If you want to uh, uh, have judgments about who's worthy and who isn't, I don't think that's the doctor's role. I think doctors should try to figure out who might benefit, who could be helped, and leave the social and policy decisions about whether you want to take someone who's a bad person or a potentially uh, socially undesirable person to legislators and politicians. It's not the doctor's job. It's all of our job if we want to make restrictions on who can get a transplant because of their criminal past or drug past or any other problems they have. I'm Art Kaplan at the NYU Langone Medical Center, and thanks for watching.